Hey y'all, Caitlin here. Um, just want to drop a quick content warning. Um, we do get into topics of depression slash mental illness, uh, self-harm, suicidal ideation, and uh, sexual assault in this episode. So just wanted to let you know before going in that um, that happens. And it's kind of brought up multiple times. So if that's not something that uh, you can handle super well, I would probably just maybe skip this one. Um, I think it's a good conversation, but we'd rather have y'all be comfy. So with that said, uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with the show now. Hey humans, welcome to Palin' Around, the official Your Geeky Gal Pal podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact with the internet. My name is Caitlin, and joining me, as always, one half of the cursed Mark Ruffalo fan club, Jessica Cogswell. Guess what, Caitlin? What, Jess? There's a new Mark Ruffalo movie coming out in like a week. Is there? Endgame. Oh my god. I would not say that that's a Mark Ruffalo movie. Sure it is. Uh, have Have you seen the cover? It's actually, it's just Mark Ruffalo. I've... You fuck... Not even Hulk form. It's just Mark Ruffalo. They actually used an uh, image from from the classic movie Just Like Heaven. <laughs> what? It's really, it's actually more of a spinoff. What movie are you referencing? I've never heard of that. It's a common misconception that it's an Avengers movie, but really, uh, it's just continuing that story. <laughs> i'm dead i'm fucking dead the podcast is over he wasn't just like heaven oh he sure was god i'm good and reese witherspoon too i've never heard of this movie i believe reese witherspoon is a ghost (laughs) huh (laughs) yeah i think so i think that reese witherspoon isn't no so she's not a ghost yet (laughs) hold on Okay, I was gonna ask you, like, does he get to fuck a ghost? Uh, no, but it's, I guess it's it's kind of assumed that they fuck after everything. Uh, so I think that the general plot is, uh, Reese Witherspoon <laughs> enters a coma, uh, and then they assume she's going to die. She's on life support for a long time, and Mark Ruffalo moves into her old apartment, and the, the coma goes... <laughs> I can't, poor even guy. Say, I can't even say coma ghost. <laughs> the uh the coma ghost uh I guess starts to haunt him. <laughs> well, out of like what like skipping out of his deposit, what's going on? The coma ghost starts to haunt him. I think that Reese Witherspoon, the reason why she's she's in a coma is because she was kind of bitchy or something. Like, she has some personal issues she needs to go through. Like, maybe she was stressed and had a heart attack. I don't even know. But, like, so she's she, she's always mean to him as the coma ghost. She seems very upset about him being in her house. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I would probably be pissed, too. Uh, but anyway, I think I think it all resolves with him going to the hospital and, like, finding her and, like, her coming back. And uh, then they get together. And he knows her because... Uh, she was a coma ghost and he fell in love with her in that form oh my god so uh go see endgame <laughs> it should be pretty similar i'm thinking uh, I, how, what did they say like when they got married 
and they had, like, their recital speeches, like, I met you here in, what do you even say? What? <laughs> it's like, oh, how did you two meet? Uh, Tinder? No. <laughs> uh, she uh, haunted me. great beyond. Yeah, she haunted me. <laughs> Honestly, that's goals. That's how I want to meet everyone. Not just, not even just romantic. I just want to haunt people. Oh my god. No, honestly, like, please let my next girlfriend be a fucking ghost. There you go. That's that's a movie there. Oh, I would watch really? a lesbian uh, coma ghost story. <laughs> Does it have to be coma ghost? I really just... It's <laughs> gonna sound fucked I, up, but I realize it's fucked up as I'm saying it, but I think I'd rather she just be dead. Oh my god. But then... What is happening? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this was a weird intro. Hi. <laughs> We haven't done this uh, in a little bit. Um, the other half of our Curse Club, Monty, is also here. Hey, that's me. I have nothing to say. Monty, uh, would you rather be dead or a coma ghost? Um, whew, actually, well, it depends for me because, mm, well... I guess because I'm brown. I don't want to be a ghost, a coma ghost in, like, the 1950s. I'd rather be a coma ghost now. But. (laughs) Fair. I fucking hope to God whoever I coma ghost. No, they won't ever find my body. No, they won't do it. Who the No. No. I wouldn't wouldn't do the work for someone to to try to find them in a hospital. I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to move the fuck out. I wouldn't stay. This is why I'm saying, just be dead. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. die. Okay, that's fair. I appreciate that you, like, you used historical context to, like, to deliberate. Like, you, you took into account, like, okay, would I want to do it in the 1950s? Probably not. Like, you, you definitely thought about that a bit. And I appreciate <laughs> the effort. There is success, though, in marriaging as, like, a ghost, though, because... I know, I read an article, I think it was real, let's hope so, but this woman married a pirate ghost, like, a few months ago. Way better than coma ghost. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you guys the link later. I fucking hope I didn't dream it and it was real. I'll put it in the fucking episode notes, damn. <laughs> so, but here we go, here's the real kicker. Coma pirate ghost, the real booty was the relationship they formed along the way. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's that's the pitch. <laughs> I'm so fucking furious right now. <laughs> this sounds like a fun sitcom. Also, it is real. Woman who married 300-year-old pirate ghost announces their marriage is over. <laughs> oh, no. Thank God Honestly, if you can't make it with a pirate ghost, you can't make it with anyone. <laughs> a 300-year-old pirate ghost. Oh my god. This is honestly what our new show should be, is just (laughs) us reading fucking wild headlines. That actually sounds incredible. (sighs) Oh my god. Alright, so, uh, um, howling around, the show about ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the ghost pod, as they call it. (laughs) Uh, please um, be sure to write in whether or not you would want to be a pirate ghost, a coma ghost, or an actual ghost. 
I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> I hate it. Are you a vanilla ghost or are you a are you a get freaky be a pirate ghost? <laughs> I feel like it needs to be a Twitter poll. So we'll have we have ghost, we have coma ghost, we have pirate ghost. What's the fourth option? Twitter gives you four options, so I feel like you really just ought to utilize it, you know? What would be a good fourth option? The ghost from Ghost. Would you rather be Patrick Swayze? <laughs> so, Coma you get Ghost, to do Pirate hot, Ghost. like, pottery art. I'd totally pick that. So, but they, but the world of Ghost is incredibly scary because there's those, like, darkness ghosts who drag people to hell. There's those cute ghosts like Casper, though. Mm, that's true. Okay. I've actually I would never, I've never seen Ghost. I, ne- I didn't know that there was this much lore within it. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a whole thing about different types of ghosts. God, that's that's some good world building. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, looks like I got to Wait, can we do Patrick Swayze? Is that a bad taste since he died? That's what I was oh, thinking. Maybe it is. Might be. Yeah, let's skip over that. How about the ghost from Hocus Pocus? Wasn't he like a cat and then he turned into a ghost? We can, yeah, I haven't watched like, it in years. We, he was like a cat boy ghost. What about Ooh. pottery ghost? It alludes to Patrick Swayze, but is tasteful. I like it. Caitlin? Maybe sexy pottery ghost? Yeah, sexy. Mm. Definitely sexy. All right, perfect. Okay. We have the poll. This is our tweet for the episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious what the results are going to be. No question. Mm. Should I tweet this now or should I tweet this the day the episode comes out? You know. Is it funnier with or without context? I tend to think most things are funnier without context because I think that the greater the misunderstanding is, the more opportunity there is for comedy. Um, I love it. So, you know, maybe we maybe we do it now. And then at the very end of this episode, we go over, you know, the results. I think we all retweet this shit. Uh, I think that we we gain some momentum, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. We can read some comments too, because I'm I'm hoping there's going to be some comments. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's do it. I'm working on it. This is good. This is a good return to form. <laughs> Talking <laughs> about ghosts, I love it. Um. Should we do the show? <laughs> we should yeah. probably do the show. But I think this show is going to be a little bit different anyway. So maybe this isn't this isn't bad, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think this one's going to be a little bit more loosey-goosey. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably I I don't know how like I don't want to say it's going to be heavy either, but I'm glad we had a lighter opening just cuz it is um kind of a like a not a rough topic, but like I don't know. It's um, I guess we should just say it. We should just I should just do my job and introduce <laughs> the topic. Um, okay, so we're gonna talk about uh, the experience of being an indie content creator and um, what it's like on your mental health and burnout and we're also going to talk about like the experience of having your hobbies all become content and how that affects people and we're just gonna like largely talk from our own experiences and like kind of stuff that we've seen um 
Yeah. Jess, do you want to kind of jump in since this was kind of something that you really wanted to talk about? Mm, yeah. Um, it's hard because I don't know where to start, you know? Yeah. I guess I'll start with the conversation leading up to us deciding this. So originally we had a different idea lined up for this episode. We, we had something that was a little bit more traditional, a little more with our format that we normally do. Um, you know, talking about like having different guests come on. It was, I, I don't even remember the topic right now, actually. Um, but <clears throat> we are, we are brainstorming all of that. And then I ended up in the hospital. Um, and the reason I ended up in the hospital is because I checked myself in after, um, having issues with self-harm and, uh, I was really, really worried that I was going to fatally hurt myself. Um, and so I checked myself in on Sunday and I was there for a couple days and it was not a, not a fun experience, but I think it was a good one. Um, but we were kind of deciding, okay, so, you know, that, that happened uh monty is is getting ready to to do a move and uh caitlin has been busy with a with just a lot of different projects just a lot going on constantly in their life so we were like okay maybe maybe we just don't put anything out and me being me i felt that initial guilt i was like oh no i don't want to be the reason i don't want to be the reason and they're like no 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 like we have these reasons too and i was like okay well maybe maybe we could just do something because i don't i don't i i like I don't like to just have silence there. I like for there to be something. Um, <clears throat> so I was like, okay, what can like, what do I think I need to talk about right now? What would be a good thing to talk about right now? And what's something that still kind of fits our theme of talking about things that people don't necessarily like to talk about? Uh, and I think that this topic kind of came up and seemed like something that we all had a little bit to say about um so that's why we chose it for me um i don't know it's it's hard because i don't want to especially with what what i just went through it's like a lot of what you kind of try to do is you kind of figure out like okay why am i feeling this way and like you don't want to it's it's never just like a a one person or a one situation or a one you know or or like this thing for me it's like you know there's just been lots of things throughout life that kind of contribute to how you feel overall but um so i don't want to i don't want to like start this you know topic and be like oh you know it's it's just i just work myself too much it's just it's you know your geeky gal pal is is too much work and irrational passions is too much work and because that's not the case honestly it's like i what's funny is i constantly have this feeling that i'm not doing enough for either one of the places and um it's it's but I simultaneously feel overworked and it's it's a mental thing and like that's part of the <laughs> reason why I went to the hospital and part of the reason I'm going to be seeing you know in therapy and, and on medication again is because like it gets to a point where like the built-up anxiety is so much 
that you're not working or doing the type of work that you want to do or the quality of work or the the quantity of work that you want to do, but it just feels like so much. Um, So I just want to preface, I guess, by saying, like, we're going to talk about this, but this is not the sole reason. This is not like, you know, I don't want anybody to feel guilty, I guess, basically. Um, No, I mean, I think, like... This is an issue. Like, we're in a community of people who make stuff online largely for free. And, like, like all of my online friends now, for the most part, like, make stuff or have made stuff. And, like... It's exhausting. Yeah. Well, and, like, everybody I've talked to has had this moment. Like, even I just did that episode of People Play Games uh, for Bad Bit, and, like one of the questions he asked me was about like how do you deal with like the stress of making stuff and like that like that's a good fucking question that like nobody talks about enough and it always feels like we don't have this conversation because like nobody feels like they warrant it like i feel like we all feel like we have to like jump on this fucking grenade constantly to be taken seriously and it sucks yeah, oh, I mean, it's like I've had this conversation with different people who who make content and there's this mentality that in order to be taken seriously, in order to grow, in order to like get to the point where you're a big deal, uh, you have to behave like the big deals do now, all while not making any money, all while um, not having necessary like the resources, the staff, the the contacts. Um, but you need to you well, need and to, the time and the time yeah because i mean all of us are working fucking full-time jobs all of it like mo- not all of us but you know some of us are in school um <clears throat> and it's it's a it's such a balancing act it's not like you know you can't be expected to be a content creator an indie content creator and churn out the same amount of stuff that like ign or you know waypoint does like it's, that's just impossible (laughs) um especially when you think about like the con like the funding models for those fucking companies are mm -hmm. also fucked Mm -hmm. like waypoint doesn't do barely does freelance anymore because their budget got slashed and they had to make the decision of like they talked about it recently on like a waypoint radio episode where they were like yeah we don't fucking hire very many freelancers anymore because our budget got slashed so like now we do what we can with what we have and like IGN has like a premium service and ads all the time and like fucking sponsored content constantly yeah yeah it's just uh but that's that's like the expectation that's the expectation a lot of i think uh indie content creators place on themselves to or themselves too is it's like you have to you have to behave in that nature you have to create content in that nature um coming off of packs like that was just something that I kind of saw entrenched in in that, like, culture, I guess, is, like, like, you have to get out the content as fast as you can. You have to be, like, you know, we should be the first ones to have this preview out. We should be the first ones to to have, you know, a podcast about all the games that we saw this week. We should be um, the first ones to have gameplay up on our YouTube channel, like, and, and we should have a lot of it. And like for everything that you you see, you should write something within like, you know, 72 hours like that. It's like there's that pressure. And like for me, it's it's hard because like so I saw um, I think out of most of the the 
I know out of rational passions and I think out of quite a few of like our other people, like, you know, people in that kind of community too. Uh, I think I had probably, and I don't mean this in a bragging way at all. I'm just saying, I, I think I had probably the most amount of appointments and like games that I actually played. Um, like I saw something like 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 11 of those were appointments. And, um, you know how much I wrote? I wrote one thing and, um, I was so busy going to these things, uh, because I felt like I needed to, that I didn't give myself time to write. Uh, this was my only opportunity to see a lot of my friends and a lot of these people. So when I wasn't doing these things, I wanted to see people. Um, and every time that I sat down to write, um, I just felt lost. I, I felt overwhelmed. I felt like I have I have all these games that I need to write about. I have, I need to, tr- I need to be faster. Why can't I, why can't I write faster? Why can't I mm. like, and I'm, I'm not that kind of writer. I, I've never been that kind of writer. I'm, I'm not the person like I can churn out a history essay the night before, you know what I mean? But like when it comes to creative writing or writing I care about or, or stuff that's a little bit more personal, um, which I, all my feature writing, all my, all the stuff that when I, when I post something on a website, when I post something on your geeky gal power rash, like anything like I, I want it to be quality. Like I want to be proud of it. And I am not the kind of person who can do that in 48 hours. Like I'm the type of person who needs like, like five days. Um, and that's, that's like not considered okay. Almost like it seems like, and like, no one will say that, like, like for sure, rational passions won't say like, like, and they don't, and they wouldn't make me feel that way. But like, there's almost like that mental thing there, like telling you like, this is not okay. Be faster, you know? Yeah. Um, I just want to chime in on here. So that's like something I like to call and like, I've seen around on social media. It's like some form of like, hustle porn so it's Mm -hmm. people are really really like they love praising people who work so much and work to the bone which is really unhealthy like yes hard work is you know it's super notable but like you can't look down on people that you know take their time or that you know they do great but they're just like oh well it took them like this amount of time to do it but there's these people that you know did it in like a minute so it's it's not fair and I don't know where this comes from where it's just like I'm sorry I don't want to die from doing this in like three hours you have to take your time like I didn't go to PAX unfortunately but from you know from snapchats and tweets and all that stuff like I was very proud of everyone that did things and was able to get stuff out, but from, like, personal messages, people were, like, freaking out, you know, it's it's a four-day event, you're not eating healthy, there's emotions going everywhere, and, like, you're not sleeping properly, it's just, like, I, it's okay to take your time with all of that in factor two, it's, it's really weird, this whole, like, hustle praise is, like, really funky to me. No, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you said that. Yeah, it fucking sucks, especially, too, like, when you're surrounded by other people who are like, seemingly working harder and killing themselves for stuff, and you're like, well, I should be doing that too, and that fucking sucks. And PAX, like, honestly, it feels like it, like, set people up for failure, kind of, because, like, between, during the day you're at the con, and, like, I didn't have a media badge, so I wasn't doing appointments, but, you know, you're still at the con or whatever, but, like, people who have media appointments are doing media all day, then they're fucking there's all these parties and shit that you have to network at and people are expected to go do that. So then you're up all night and then you're going back to the con the next morning and like 
you don't fucking sleep at all. Like, we barely slept the whole time that we were at PAX. And, like, and then on the nights, especially, like, when you're friends with people, too, on the nights, like, where you're really, like, hey, like, I just need a fucking break, then you feel guilty because you're not seeing your friends or you're not networking or you're not, like, being constantly on. And it just, like, it just sucks. Yeah. It's, like, for the amount of stuff that you have to do, it's, like, it needed to be, like, five days longer. (laughs) It just, it was so much. And I thought going into it, I was like, okay, you know, I have my planner. I, I, I have everything written down. I know where I need to be. I know everything that's happening. But it's like one of those things to where like it just starts going and it doesn't stop. And you're like, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's just to the next thing, to the next thing. And then eventually it's like you're only in a four or five <coughs> things deep into that list of the things that you have lined up. And you're like, oh, my God, I need to stop. <laughs> this, is, this is so much. Um yeah i don't know like i don't i want to be like careful here because i don't want to sound like i'm like shitting on packs or like the experience or like you know what i want to do or anything like that because that's not the case like it was so cool i had i had a good time um it was stressful but i had a good time and i want to do it again and i don't think that any of the uh, any of my friends or any of the people that i work with would ever want me to feel necessarily the way that i think i felt coming out of it um, I know they wouldn't want me to, um, but it just, it was a lot. Um, I mean, I think the thing with it, that it, it's like, it's systemic. Like, mm-hmm. I've been seeing it more and more, especially from like IGN, where like reviewers and stuff keep posting like, oh, I've been awake for 72 hours straight to get this review done. And like, posting that like they're proud of it. And, like, we've had the conversation about crunch for game devs a couple times on this show, but, like, media folks, especially the ununionized ones, are just, like, getting wrecked constantly. And so, like, when you have these people who are at the very top doing this shit, like, no wonder it trickles down into everybody else feeling like they have to do it, too. And, like, just the, like, the constant... Like what Monty said of like hustle porn of like everyone's like, oh, well, this website works so hard. These people are doing stuff all the time. Like it's always go, 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 go. And then like the big sites are validating that with their own work practices, too. And it's like it just encourages this like awful, like festering thing of like people having to just go and go and go and go and go. And like it sucks. And I can't be mad at people for engaging in it because like there's not really a better alternative. but. It's just a bunch of people emulating what they see. And, and mm-hmm. like, you see people receiving praise and, like, why wouldn't you want that praise? Why wouldn't you want to do the same thing that makes these people exceptional? Um, and it really kind of – and this ties into the second part of the topic as far as, like, when your hobbies become when, – when everything that you like or you do is content or you can sell or you can do something with it, um, it – it's really kind of terrible. <laughs> um, but it, it ties into that in the sense that like everything is seen as it's it's your achievements. You know what I mean? Like it's it's what are you doing? It's it's the hustle of like what what is your output 
Um, and like, isn't that wild that like we're seeing humans in that term <laughs> or, or, or like in that sense, um, you know, like what is your output, but that essentially is like what it is. Um, it's so if you like a game, then why aren't you streaming or writing about it? Um, if you, if you like art, then you should sell it. If you like music, then you should make it and sell it. If you like fashion, you should it, like, like there's just such a, you wouldn't just practice carpentry or pottery for the sake of doing that anymore or at least like that's kind of like a societal like thing it's like no you should turn your passion into into to profit because that's that's when you like find true love that's when you know what's the whole little like diagram of like what brings people joy what you love doing what makes you money and like that's your that's your calling um we've kind of sucked the joy out of hobbies and we've put a price tag on all of it um Mm -hmm. and yeah, well, and it sucks, yeah. too, because, like, I feel like so much of the money stuff is, like, like people, like, feel like they can't have time, and, like, it always has mm-hmm. to be, like, making them money, which, like, given most people's fucking financial situations, like, yeah, I get it. Like, if you could be making money off of something, like, why wouldn't you be? But you're right, like, it fucking sucks, because you can't just enjoy anything without feeling guilty or like needing needing to have your investment like quote unquote pay off in some way and it sucks yeah i felt that way about uh cosplay like before and after high school like before it was something that made me really happy and it was fun to do but after you know i'm, I'm standing around and <laughs> dressed as something i'm just like i'm it's kind of a waste of time because I don't see money in it. And the thing is, is like making big projects, even though I appreciate those who do, who do these amazing big props and very detailed cosplays. um, I don't find joy in putting that much work into this hobby only because I'm really happy just doing what I know now. And you know, I, I like my mobility a lot, and it took me a couple years to just kind of be like, I don't want to be crying a week before the convention because this costume is stressing me the fuck out, and I have all these cuts, and yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know, and then every, a lot of cosplayers that I know are also just trying to make the whole, like, cosplay to profit fame, and that's, you know, that's absolutely fine if that's their goal, but it's just, it's not for me, and it sucked a lot mm-hmm. of joy. And I'm slowly trying to get back into, like, it just being, like, a happy hobby. Absolutely. I think that's something that, um, coming out of everything that's happened in the last week, <clears throat> I'm, uh, really trying to focus on is mm-hmm. doing things because they make me feel good and not necessarily because, um, I feel like I need to or because, like, I expect something from doing it, um, I'm the type of person I feed on validation a lot, you know what I mean? And like praise for like how you how you look and and like um and the work you do. Like that's all stuff that like get, that keeps me going. <laughs> and I know that sounds shitty, but I'm just being completely honest. Like that's just how I am. I think that's how most people are, you know? I was going to say like who <laughs> Whomst among us does not yeah. like to be appreciated for their shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have like an unhealthy, I feel like, and but once again, I feel like most of us do, but I just know that's something that's like deeply unhealthy in how I view myself. Um, I can't, I have like a real big problem of like feeling intrinsic 
satisfaction, I guess. Um, or like placing like, or I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but that's, that's something I'm kind of trying to do is to just reevaluate how I'm spending my time um, and picking things because they feel good, not necessarily because they look good. Um, but it's mm-hmm. hard because we, we do very much live in, um, especially with social media. And, and I don't want to be one of those like old people's like social medias. Like I like social media. I use it a fuck ton. But um, I mean, it does. It kind of it. There's this emphasis on like you are what you create. You are what you display. You are what you do. Um, and you have to you have to constantly be on you have to be you have to be making you have to be creating you have to be doing something worthy of praise all the time or else you kind of fade into the background you know you know i agree i have never felt this before um until recently but it's like and i I think part of when i started getting really bad uh as far as mental health goes and even now i'm still having issues with it i'm having issues with nausea um and then also like I wake up every morning and I've I've had panic attacks like most of my life. Not ever since like you're old enough to experience like true like anxiety and panic, I guess. So like somewhere in my teens that started happening to me. Um and uh that feeling that you get right before a panic attack where like you feel like you just got done like having like a yelling match with somebody and you're really emotional and like your heart's beating super fast and and you just feel like you're on the brink of of having that panic attack. Um, like I, I've been waking up every morning feeling like that. Like I don't, I don't slowly wake up and turn. It's like my eyes shoot open and like my hands are sweaty and like my body hurts. Like, like my feet feel like I've been like, I don't even know, like curled up. And like, I just feel like I'm seconds away from a panic attack. And I'm like, why am I waking up feeling this stressed and like this upset? Um, it's scary. (laughs) Yeah, it's terrifying. So I don't know. And I think it's just some of it is it's it's a lot of things, but part of it is like is the stress. And so it's kind of nice to talk about it. It's therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think like so the thing a, a thing that we've been going through on our site, I can't speak to anybody else, but we've been adjusting to being a we because for the like year and a half that this has existed prior to basically like January ish. I mean, like Pal and Round started in November, but we, you know, started doing stuff more as like a unit this year. And like that's been an adjustment. Um, and like I've been trying really hard to make it as flexible and like, you know, not, I don't know, there's not like deadlines and shit. And like I'm not. Like, when anybody is sick or not feeling good or whatever, like, we cancel shit because, like, people come first. Um, But, like, I don't know. It's hard, especially it was hard before when it was just me, because especially when I was first starting out, because I was like, oh, fuck, I need to be doing shit all the time and all the time and all the time. And it's like, when I first started the site, I was working full time, like, 50 hours a week at the worst job I've ever had in my entire fucking life. and. It was nice to have the website because it gave me something to distract myself from how fucking terrible my job was, but I also was, like, panicking every time I was super fucking depressed and couldn't do anything, and so it's been, like, a weird thing of trying to come to terms with that for myself and then trying to extend that to y'all 
And like, I don't know. It's, I mean, hopefully it's working, but. Absolutely. I I mean, I, and like, that's the thing is like, I'm really lucky in the sense that like, I've had endeavors that I've done in the past where maybe it's because they were more self-managed um with like subtrendy which was a youtube channel i did with friends and i i was kind of like i don't know like i like it, it like it was i'm trying to think of like the word for it cuz i don't want to be like i was like the lead person but i feel like i, I like i was like i i kind of set up the schedule i was kind of the enforcer type role um and then even with kiss kiss game game i very much was that person um mm-hmm. and that's just i've always kind of been like the lead on things uh right now i'm kind of fortunate in that you know at irrational passions i have alex um as like kind of a friend and leader and then here obviously i have you caitlin and I could not pick two more understanding uh, and forgiving and, uh, like, gentler people, I guess. Um, Like, just very kind people who who get it and who have been through shit, too. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, I like working with you guys is just because I know that you guys are deeply empathetic um, people who who understand these things so i never i I, caitlin i just i really want you to know like you do not you've always created a an environment that is safe and comfortable and pressure free um really it's like my mind is the biggest (laughs) just mess (laughs) i mean i get it though because like everybody's like I, i can't say everybody but i know like i go through those same things i have a fucking existential crisis about the website every damn week mm-hmm. and like and i and i tweet about it on private all the time and then you and andrew are like it's okay you're okay but like it it just sucks that we live in this environment that that does this to people and like i want us to be better and to not do that and like i don't know i've tried with the site like we don't really fuck with like we put out content when we put out content. <laughs> like, if you're a fan of the site, you probably know that. Um, and we've been pretty good about getting stuff out for this show, which I'm, pr- I mean, I'm proud of it, but like, you know, we fucking, when we have, when we have shit come up, like last month, we didn't really do like a real episode because like we were all busy and getting ready for packs and shit. And like, mm-hmm. we still dropped stuff in the feed, but like, you know, we're lucky that people are patient but at the same time like i appreciate that people are patient but also people should be because like again we're doing this out of not the goodness of our hearts but out of like our own time and passion and like Mm -hmm. it just i don't know i don't even know where i was going with that point but it just it just sucks well no and it's like it doesn't help when you have people like fucking elon musk who like what was the whole quote he had about um like oh well um you know, like to make something truly great, it requires working like sixty hours a week, or or some something like that, or like seventy hours. Well, no, a week. it was like what was it? It was like no one who's ever done anything uh, great yeah. has worked forty hours. Who worked only forty hours a week or something? Yeah, and then there was like somebody replied to it, and they were like, "So how many hours a week do you think people should work?" And he responded something like like sixty to seventy or whatever. Um, like it was it was something like that, and um. I there was just a lot of conversation about it. This happened months ago. This happened last fall. Um and I just 
oh, it was it was it was really disheartening to read everything that kind of uh, came out of that. But there was just oh, so much God. of this like this repeated idea of well if you really care about something then you don't mind putting in the work like if you really love this project or if you really want to be great if you like you know if if something's important enough to you you'll you'll find the time for it and like that's something that i'm sure that you everyone's heard like in in some aspect or another whether it's in school when you were you know doing sports or activities or whether it's a relationship um and like in a certain to a certain extent that is true like you you do make time for the things that are important for you but like it's been pushed to this like fucking unhealthy like level that's like deeply embedded in us and that goes through like every part like it's it's just it's messed up um and there was there was a lot of that and um it's a big issue yeah these like I kind of, like, see, even though, like, I see this with a lot of people with the whole hustle porn stuff, but, like, a lot of it's, I see that it's influenced by people who kind of forget where they came from, and also, I see people kind of just hate the idea of, like, sleep and just rest, and I I kind of- One of those people. Yeah, (laughs) oh no. Me fucking too, but- I hate it. Like, I, I feel so stupid when I tell people this, but, like, naps stress me out. No, you shouldn't <laughs> feel stupid. Naps give me panic attacks. Yeah, literally. Like, I, I can't do that. Even though if I'm, like, just, like, sitting around watching TV, I should, like, kind of rest to kind of re-up my energy. But, no, like, you feel guilty for that. And that's, you know, that's valid because I, I'd like to blame, like, you know, capitalism. But, like, yeah, we, we grew up thinking that just taking some relaxing time some sleep is is a bad thing and that we should just all hate the idea of like sleep like you know i i always joke about this on twitter so like oh like i'm going into work you know working overtime on like two hours of sleep and it's just like sure like i see it as a joke but i'm just like oh this this isn't a good thing well i just i've noticed especially like in people in our space and people in like like freelance space like there's a lot of like We've gotten to the point where we're so jaded about it that it becomes, like, a badge of honor of, like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't fucking sleep, like, all week. Like, I remember, like, when, like the launch week of Slay, I was, like, low-key bragging about the fact that I didn't sleep for, like, I slept all, like, six hours that whole fucking week. And that's mm-hmm. absurd. <laughs> no. Well, and it's, like, it's part of it is, like, this... I guess, like, the emphasis and, like, being relatable and, like, self-depreciating and stuff like that. So it's, like, kind of, like, this whole, oh, we're all in this together and we're all depressed and we all sleep three hours. But at the same time, like, when we promote that or not, not I don't want to say promote that, but, like, when we talk about it. Um, like, in we the normalize way, it. We do. That's exactly what I was going to say. It, it becomes normalized. It's, like, okay, so everyone's depressed. Everyone's anxious. Everybody hates their fucking job. Everybody's poor and everybody gets four hours of sleep. And, like, that becomes, like, like it's it's hard because, like, at the at, on one side, it's, okay, you know, like, I'm not alone. But on the other side, yes, it normalizes that for sure. Yeah, and it's just, like... I feel like all I can say is it fucking sucks, but it fucking sucks. Yeah, no, it does. I I had a call with a friend earlier today, um, and we're just both going through shit, um, in different ways. But like her and I, just just both are going through shit, and at multiple times it was kind of like this podcast where it was just kind of silent, and like one of us would say, "Yeah, it fucking sucks," like because that's like really all you can say is like, 
it just sucks. <laughs> it really does. It it does. It really, really does. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I mean, and I feel like it just because I don't know how to fix it without like a mass fucking culture shift that also involves like SEO and fucking like YouTube algorithms, which are garbage, and like. Because they've proven there was I I need to see if I can find it, but there was like an article that showed that like the YouTube algorithm will not direct you like to content that one should be highlighted or two that's even like relevant to your actual interest based on what you've searched. Mm-hmm. Like they've Julia Alexander um the other day on Twitter was like um she's like a really cool youtube journalist if you're not familiar but she was talking about the fact that like she watched the gross ass fucking logan paul talking Mm. to the Infowars or whoever the fuck it was dude and like immediately like it was linked to like joe rogan stuff and like yeah and like and too like even just like so many people have shared screenshots of like oh i was watching like a mario video and all of their recommendations are like this right-wing conservative conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory bullshit and it's like Mm -hmm. there's no way there's it it feels like there's no way to win which Mm -hmm. is like i guess why with my approach to the site has been just kind of like fuck it we're gonna do whatever we want because we're never gonna be huge anyway because i'm not gonna kill us to do it Mm mm-hmm and, like, I can't keep up with that kind of pace. I just fucking can't as a person yeah. and stay sane. And I value my fucking sanity more than I do a possible chance at breaking into games the way they are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, it's it's one of those things to where I feel like we're all, like, all three of us are very much of the mindset that, like, we don't want to play the game if the game is disgusting and wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we would rather kind of create our own game. Um, and and play that it's more fun um and uh well you know at least it doesn't matter where necessarily we we end up as long as we're having fun playing it i guess um yeah no it's it's in like taking a break because we talked about that because i wanted to bring this up too because this is this is where mentally i'm at right now i uh i've reached out to my boss multiple times trying to like kind of um i don't know like like they know like what happened basically like I, I filled him in Andrew I remember called from the hospital and was like hey Jess is not going to be at work because literally she cannot leave a hospital um and I have not heard anything back <laughs> it's been like a week and I even texted last night um being like hey just wanted to make sure because I have people coming out to support me uh I'm still okay like I know that I need to work three days next week because we have people who are gone and that's cool but I really need those couple days off are we still good on that um still haven't heard back didn't hear back after Andrew called with like saying like Jess is in the hospital haven't I haven't heard back from anything so I'm just assuming everything's great and like and i can just walk in with my 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 note putting me on medical leave and it'll all be fine (laughs) um but i also noticed on the schedule that one of the other associates i guess was promoted to a manager status because uh she definitely has manager shifts now and i'm like who i wonder if i have my job (laughs) and um it's it's just it's weird. Uh, and and that's like another thing that's stressing me out with work is it's like I have to walk in there with this note and be like, hey, I was gone for like a week because I could not function. And I don't know. 
Yeah, that's really weird that you haven't heard anything. I'm really yeah, sorry about that, because it's stressful as fuck. Yeah, no, I haven't heard anything. Like, I ended up calling a store. I talked to one of the other managers for a little bit, and basically she was like, yeah, I'll pass everything on. But I haven't heard anything about it being passed on. I haven't, you know, like, I just, I've been, it's been silent. Um, And it's like, even though I have a note from a doctor saying that I needed to be on leave until the 12th, um... I still feel like this break, like, is a fault of me. I feel guilty about it. I feel like, like, how dare I do this to the company? How dare I do this to the people I work with? Um, and if it were like, if my friend were telling me this, I would be heartbroken. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Like, you shouldn't feel that way. Like, you know, you needed this. Like, you're going through so much shit. Um, but when it's yourself, you know, it's hard to, to give yourself that forgiveness i guess yeah we i mean we grew up thinking like you know giving ourselves credit and giving ourselves a break is a bad thing because we should always we should keep basically working to the bone until we retire and jess you're totally valid in like your feelings and what's going on and i'm really upset that your work hasn't come back to you on that but yeah no no job is ever gonna pay enough that will make up for like you working while you need your break and this is very much needed yeah i mean it's literally like to save your fucking life i mean like that's ridiculous but i think i think monty is super onto something too because it kind of ties into like what we were talking before about like being self-deprecating and everybody kind of being on the level of like oh, well, like, my thing is cool and I like it, haha, but also, like, it kind of sucks or it could be better or I could be working harder. And then, like, but the only way to win the game, too, as it is, is you have to be self-promotional as fuck. Uh And everybody's uncomfortable with that, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for me. I'm a self-promotional asshole, but... No, I mean, there is such, like, a... I don't know. A lash out against confidence a lot of times. Yeah. And, like... Just another thing to fit in there, so you, like, you know, it could help with, like, not feeling guilty about the whole job thing. It's just, like, you accommodate to your job all the time, you know, being scheduled and being able to work those shifts. They should be accommodating to you when you need it. And a lot of jobs kind of take advantage of this whole, like, family mindset, and that's what really gets you fucked up. Yeah. Especially because, yeah, they're, they, they don't give a shit about anybody. Nobody gives a shit about their employees. Like... I mean, I guess someone somewhere probably does, but fucking, like, big corporations don't give a shit about you, and, like, it's ridiculous that, especially for something as, like, severe as what happened to you, that there's not more, like, communication and fucking, like, concern, Yeah, just like a, hey, I hope everything's okay, how are you doing? Like, not even that. That's... It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm glad you guys also think it's pretty fucked. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been... It's been a week. <laughs> mm. um, I don't know. I guess, like, the people who... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I just, I've had a lot of people reach out, though, and, like, you start to kind of... I, I hate doing that. You figure out who your friends are. Like, it's not even that. Like, everybody cares. And, like, I, I have a lot. I, I'm lucky that I have a lot of really good people in my life. But um, I, I just, I guess I'm just, like, kind of finding out what matters in life um, a little bit this week. 
mm-hmm. trying to I think the thing is, is like it's really easy to be down about everything that happened and to feel worse um, and to feel mm-hmm. embarrassed. Uh, and I think the biggest thing is I'm just trying to grow from it and and just make things better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, I find, uh, you know, with, with the stuff going on with work, I guess it just, it goes to show you <laughs> when, when, when things happen, um, you, you start to figure out who, who's there to help you clean up the mess and who backs away quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Well, and like going off of that too, I mean, like, this is me directly telling you this, Jess, but also like for anybody out there who needs to hear it, like. What happened to you is nothing to be ashamed of, and I know that you know that, and, like, it's, you know, it's just kind of saying it, but, like, the fact that you were able to get help and, like, deal with that situation in a way that didn't result in, like, something worse happening is, like, fucking incredible and good and, like, should be celebrated, um, because it means we got to keep you, and, like, it's... It's ridiculous that, like, people have, like, the stigma is there in that way, too, I guess, Mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Like, it's better that you were able to, like, have the moment of clarity and get help and be better and, like, are still taking that moment of clarity to be like, okay, now I'm going to, like, do the work to get better and see what's going to make it better and all that kind Mm -hmm. of shit. And it's, like, it sucks that people feel like they can't do that. Well, and, like, I think that was something that I kind of thought about when, like using social media is like i remember i was i was kind of like formulating like this long ass post where like i was explaining what happened and like i had this photo that i had andrew take of me when i got to the hospital and i was being kind of goofy in it like i had like a peace sign or whatever and like and i guess for me like i've always just dealt with like really shitty things by kind of trying to laugh at it and like that's a coping mechanism for a lot of people i'm not trying to say like there's anything unique in me doing that but that's just like you know that's just kind of the one of the ways that i get through it because like i've had a lot of really fucked up things happen to me (laughs) i have you know like daddy issues sexual assault like like you name it like like parental abandonment like there's there's just been a lot of things and it's like at a certain point like you just kind of have to I guess and with that hospital trip it was like it was so surreal that you just kind of had to laugh it's like wow I'm here like I I reached that level we went there and yeah definitely you know, I had Andrew kind of take that photo and I remember for, like making this social media post and I was like do I post this like do I post this photo like does this seem like I'm making light of it does this seem like I'm doing this for attention does this seem like I thought about it for like a few minutes and I was kind of like, no one, no one talks about it like this. Like you don't really see, I think that you see a lot of times when people are going through the shit, they might post emotional things about like everything in my life is fucking terrible. Like, and like, that's fine too. I get that. Cause sometimes you just got to go on social media and you got to say that. Um, or you see people talking about how they care about people who are going through it or like, you know, this is the suicide hotline number or I'm here if you need me or, you know, love, love people. Um, but you don't see kind of like that middle part where like you're rationalizing the mess. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be kind of transparent and I wanted to explain what was happening rather than just be quiet because like that's not even my style anyway. Like I just like to be transparent. I like to be on social media. I like to communicate with people um i feel like i'm overbearing in the amount that i like to communicate with people (laughs) um 
at times and overwhelming and messy and that's that's just how I am but I posted that because it felt more authentic and it felt like something that I wish that maybe other people did and I got to read so yeah I mean it fucking sucks that like again like it's it's all it I feel like it's all just part of the system of like parasociality to a degree I don't know if that's a word but it is now um and just like the the always having to be on and social media is that mm-hmm. to such a degree unless you do shit like more like what we do where all of us are kind of like uh we wear our mess on our sleeves and that's our brand mm-hmm. but that's part of it too kind of yeah like, <laughs> like I definitely make content out of my suffering on Twitter a lot yeah no I mean same <laughs> Um, I don't know. Like, I, I'm definitely all here for, like, being more authentic and honest about this kind of shit. But it does suck, too, when you're like, this is my brand. <laughs> yeah, my my brand is being horny and depressed. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. That's all, folks. <laughs> Jess, remember when you were asking what your brand was, like, two months ago? Yeah, I. it really is just horny and depressed. Which, honestly, I'm bipolar, so that tracks. <laughs> it's, uh, that's, those, those are the two, the two moods, basically. <laughs> those are the, those are the, the two genders. <laughs> oh, Horny <boy>. and depressed. <laughs> God. <laughs> Pick your fighter. <laughs> Pick your fighter. Oh, my God. That's, like, honestly, I wake up every morning and that's what it is. Um, <sighs> I don't, it's... Life's weird. Life's weird. I just, I feel like, I don't even know. There's just, this week has just been so much, you guys. I don't, I don't know if this week has also been so much for both of you, but. Um, well, I guess it's just been me with work and then preparing for the move. Um, when it comes to high really really high intense kind of like situations I guess I'm really good at like trying to calm down and kind of just dumbing everything down to like goal by uh fuck I don't know it makes sense in my head but when I say it I can't it just sounds like word vomit um yeah I just go by day like just goal by goal and that's Yeah, it's just like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to pick these shoes to wear today. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to get to the train at this time. All right, I did that. I'm going to get a seat by the window. And it makes sense in my head, so I don't freak out about too much going further into the day. Because if I go into my commute thinking about, like, the massive fucking shit pile that I have waiting for me at work, I'm just going to be super stressed the whole time. And it's not going to help me personally. So I've been really okay with that. but. With that happening, like, any little thing might be able to set me off, but fortunately for me, that hasn't been going on. I've been really good at just kind of, like, laying low, going to sleep, watching fucking 90 Day Fiance and laughing at that, so. <laughs> no, that's super healthy. Like, that's a good way. And, like, I think that's that's something I have I have a hard time doing. Um, I constantly, I'm, like, a big picture person, so, like, mm-hmm. I... I just, I constantly think, like, about things on the biggest scale. (laughs) Like, when Mm -hmm. I record a podcast, I'm not just, like, thinking about, like, the topic and talking about the podcast. I'm thinking about, like, how does this help, like, where I want to be in five years and pad my resume? (laughs) Like, like, it's just constantly, like, the, like, 
very like high stakes for me and it causes a lot of anxiety even in my relationships with people it's like i constant i'm just i'm very overwhelming <laughs> to myself and to others so i'm trying to to back off and i'm trying not to do that anymore you have big aspirations and it's a very hard thing to do it yeah. took me like a while but uh at some point I guess it will happen, but you have so much more to worry about now than, you know, worrying about how to, like, kind of make that smaller, but you got this, Jess, I believe in you. I love you so much, Monty, thank you. Ah! <laughs> uh. uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry if this has been a lot about me. I didn't really no! know. I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's, like, I think it's an extremely valid thing to be about you. Um, And I mean, like, Again, this in the spirit of being like transparent, right? Like if you're willing to share, we have a platform to share. I'm sure there are people who like need to hear it. Yeah. Like I know I've if we're getting into our weeks, like I've been super out of it for like a minute. And it's mostly just cuz like I got diagnosed with anxiety like actually finally like last god like I don't even know, December or January or something. And then, so I was in therapy and I was, like, learning new techniques to, like, deal with it and shit. My therapist was like, yo, you should go get medication. And I was like, okay. And then I switched jobs so I didn't have insurance. Um, So I'm gonna go do that this week. I have an appointment to go, like, get on meds and shit. And I'm excited for it and that's cool. But in the meantime, I've also been, like, um, like, I, I've been doing good things for myself as far as, like, I go to the gym now, not because I, like, I mean, partially because I want to be ripped because I want to beat up shitty men, but, like, in larger part because it's something that, like, for the first time, I'm, like, I can feel good about, like, taking this time for myself and doing this thing that I want to do and, like, not feel guilty about it and also not feel like I'm doing it because I want to lose weight or whatever like it's literally just like no bitch after work you're gonna go fucking do cardio and lift heavy shit because you want to and like that's a good thing for you to do for yourself and that's been cool but then on the other hand I've been like I've been talking to like other freelance people and like you know getting kind of like a fire lit under me in that way again because a lot of people are really inspiring and awesome but because of stupid fucking anxiety brain shit I'm also like, oh, well, these people are so far ahead of me. Like, mm -hmm. why am I here? Why are they talking to me? Why do they give a shit? Mm -hmm. And, like, it's been putting me in this, like, awful, awful spiral. And, like, that sucks because on the one hand, I'm like, no, I have, like, these cool pitches that are actually, like, working. And, like, my local mag that I write for is finally, like, has its shit together again. So I have, like, work from that. And it's cool. And, like, I'm making progress. And on the other hand, I'm just, like, fucking losing my mind every day and, like, having really awful anxiety attacks in front of my parents who like know that I have anxiety but are not uh as initiated into how bad it can be because I usually don't mm -hmm. tell them or show them um but it's kind of unavoidable when you have a fucking breakdown in front of them for no fucking reason um so yeah I don't know it's just like well and like and even having anxiety attacks too it like puts you in such a vulnerable place like and that's can that can be uncomfortable too and like that kind of adds to that general unease yeah i mean there's nothing like 
there's no good cognitive way to process the fact that you're literally crying because you physically can't eat because your brain is freaking out. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just, and then, like, watching people, like, also be like, um, what's going on, bud? Like, while you're having this happen. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. And especially, like, afterwards, too, like, watching my mom, like, for the next, like, three days afterwards, like, tread very lightly around me and, like, not, clearly not know what to do is, like, deeply uncomfortable. I am in kind of like similar but like with my mom too it's like so i ended up um i i was kind of like i had like a minor freak out on so sunday was the day that i went to the hospital saturday um was a day that i was really down uh really 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 i think that was like probably the worst day um and i felt like i was gonna do something really bad and i call i i talked to andrew i basically like it was weird. I was like sitting in my bedroom and won't go into too much detail, but basically I felt very like out of body. I remember like looking in the mirror and just being like, I feel like I could do anything and I'd be very detached, like not attached to the feeling of it. And, and I'd be and, like, it'd be fine and be done. Um, and I snapped out of that for long enough to basically be like, Hey, Andrew, like I'm not okay. Um, and I was like, and I, I asked him, I was like, do we have, like, am I on insurance right now? Cause I just got married and like, Andrew got a new job and we were kind of in like this insurance limbo where like we were insured with his one job and then he got a new one. And then he was like, Ooh, at this job, you're going to be more expensive. So let's just put you on Cal, like California state insurance. Cause that's going to be cheaper for you, for us. And like, so he's insured. Um, I am not yet insured. And I, that also led to a freak out because I was like, oh, God, didn't realize I'm not insured. That's going to be a tax penalty next year. I then Andrew was like, you know what, though? You might still be unsure, insured under your parents. Uh, call your mom and figure out what's going on. And so I called my mom and I was trying to be like very, very calm about it. And I was just like, hey, mom, like, how are you? And, and she's like, good, good. How are you doing? And I'm like, good. I just wanted to check in. Uh, am I still insured? And she's like, that's a weird question to ask. Why are you asking if you're insured? But yeah. And like literally as soon as like she caught on to the fact that it was a weird question i broke (laughs) and i just started sobbing and i was like because i'm going to hurt myself and i i don't feel good and i don't know what to do and i need to get to a hospital and she was just like okay well you know unless you go to an er everything's closed it's the weekend um just come here like we'll like come to the house and we'll take care of you and blah, blah blah so I like looked at Andrew and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's going to be cheaper. That's a really good idea. I should just go to my mom's house. And so we packed up and we went to my mom's house and I saw my little sisters and the whole time I felt like numb, but like, and like, not like I was actually present, but I, but, but still have like comforted, but like not to like, not on like a deep level, you know what I mean? Like, and so I went through all that and my mom was just being so nice to me. I remember like she, we, we like went to the bathroom and she was like, let's just like, it's going to sound so weird, but she was like, let's just like wash our face. Cause sometimes like self-care, you just got to like wash your face and splash cold water. And like, she like, let me use like her nice face oils and moisturizer. And like, you know, like 
just it was like her weird way of like of kindness and just being like you just need to take care of yourself because like basically she could look at me and tell that I had black circles under my eyes and had not showered and had skipped two days of work straight because I couldn't leave my house and she was like okay I like just wash your fucking face um and so we did that and I ended up leaving the next day and I still went to the hospital and she she was just like I don't understand like you came here and I thought you were better and I was like hmm it it does not work and like she was so confused she's like I just don't understand why you went to a hospital still like I don't like you you were dealing with the stuff on Saturday you came here and you saw your family and isn't your family good and like wasn't that enough and don't you feel better like and it's hard to be like, no, on a deeper level, I don't. Uh, and it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was, there was a similar thing happening a few years ago with like my brother and my mom was very confused. Cause it's just like, well, your family helps you out. Your family makes you feel better. And it's just like, I had to explain her, like, that's not how mental health works, because, mm-hmm. you know, if we could feel better, we would. And it's not like we want, we don't want to, we're not doing this to ourselves, but she was just, it was hard to wrap her mind, is like, well, I, I helped him out, like, why doesn't he feel better? But after, like, you know, her talking to, like, his therapist and like other stuff like she got more an idea like oh okay so this this isn't just like a personal thing to him like not liking us she got an idea of like what depression is even more um yeah it's just families just don't like seeing like of course you know their their kids or their family members like in a bad spot so they're just like well i can make them feel better because you know we're family and and we love each other and Mm -hmm. love solves everything but unfortunately that's just like not the case well and it's hard because i feel like it works both ways too um in the sense that when you're somebody who doesn't understand your mental health or um when you're really in the thick of it all a lot of times you can put the expectation on others that they can be your cure and that's when you get the people who like who just overwhelm you like like I've had what's crazy is like I've had friends like that before you know like friends who are like who are suicidal or like even acquaintances and like they they're constantly reaching out to you and you don't know how to help them and it feels overwhelming and you're like I don't I don't know like I I can only say so much I can only do so much I don't know how to be what you need and uh until recently until it was brought up to my attention uh i was doing that to someone um and it sucks because you don't want to make people feel that way (laughs) sorry i don't mean to be uh emotional don't apologize babe yeah you don't have to apologize but um yeah sometimes you just you use people as a crutch and um you don't necessarily mean to, and you don't want to, you don't mean to hurt them. Um, and, uh, yeah, just works both ways, I guess. It's a, it's a matter of, of people and your family recognizing they're not the core, they're not the solution and they're not the cause. And, um, you as a person realizing that you can't, um, your happiness and your stability, uh, can never, ever be placed in the hands of one person. 
So. Yeah, definitely, I agree. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, I know I've definitely been a person who tries to come at it from the other side of, like, being the person who's trying to save someone or fix them or whatever, and, like, it just doesn't work. You can't do no. that shit. Because no, it's not, can't. like, the call's coming from inside the house, you know? Like, mm-hmm, you can't. Exactly. And it sucks. Especially when you're doing that because you don't want to deal with the call that's coming inside from inside your house. Mm-hmm. Like, it just sucks. And, like, when you add all of this shit to, like, because I don't, like, this is a good quality conversation about mental health, absolutely. But, like, I don't want this the takeaway from this to be, like, oh, well, like, mentally ill people who make content have a harder time because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, probably... But like mentally ill people are gonna have a harder time no matter what. <laughs> so it's and like you know I feel like so much of this is still relevant and like valid to people who are like neurotypical and yeah. aren't like don't have anything go- like this going on, but are still like fucking killing themselves mm-hmm. for this. Because like I mean, even if you don't have a diagnosed mental illness, like thing that's wrong with your brain, like if you're constantly exhausted and constantly stressed, like that's its own fucking mental toll. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's what'll lead to to breaks. You know what I mean? Like it's it, to some extent, like there are mental illnesses um, that are very much, you know, hereditary or or there, there's something physically there that's wrong. But like you can develop anxiety disorders, you can develop panic, PTSD, OCD, like all of these things can be developed and um, overworking yourself pushing yourself um bottling things up uh all all of that can lead to that and you don't there's there's nothing wrong with you if you are there and there's there's nothing wrong with any of those things there's just a lot of things wrong with a lot of other you know like society and 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 how we make people feel it's it's not your fault but if avoidable i mean you don't want to push yourself to that place you know yeah, and I mean, I kind of, I love the positivity that I see in our space when people are like, hey, I'm doing a new podcast, or I'm starting a new website, or whatever. Like, and I love the cheering, and I love the support, but I wish that there was more of that in the opposite direction. Like, I wish that it felt more okay to be like, hey, we're taking a break, or hey, no content is coming out. Or like, hey, this venture is ending because it's not healthy and having that be cheered for too, I feel like it Mm -hmm. feels like stressful and shameful and like bad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, those things are self-care things too. And I wish that there was more like loud support for that. Yeah. I mean, like even when I stopped Twitch streaming because um, it. I wasn't in a good, I don't know. The thing with Twitch streaming is, like, I always tell myself, I'm like, okay, if I was just, like, thinner, I would be okay doing it. Because, like, that's the thing for me, right? Like, I just don't like how my body looks on camera. Like, I don't mind, I don't mind talking. Like, it ultimately comes down to weight. <laughs> like, that, and, like, it sounds stupid, and but, like, that's the honest to God real thing. Like, the real thing for me, I don't like being on camera because of it. Um, Like, that's ultimately it. And I it's rather than like flat out be honest and be like, Oh, it's a weight thing. And like, I feel uncomfortable being on camera with my appearance. Uh, it, it, it does lead into other mental health things. And so like when I announced that I was, I stopped streaming, like it's bringing me anxiety. It's making me not feel good about myself. I hate constantly being on. Um, I, I hate like 
like it was just stressful it was stressful for all those things and all of it came down to do with like my how i appeared my image and my image and brought me a lot of stress and i remember even some people like on that like there were a lot there was a lot, actually a lot of support a lot of people being really cool and being like hey if you don't like this like don't do it and even i had conversations with you caitlin and moises and like both of you were like yeah like don't do this like you yeah you know, i think i yelled fucking quit at you yeah, multiple times yeah and and you guys are just like you just you just need to stop like if it's not bringing you joy then just stop and but there were still some people who were like oh this is a bummer and i'm like it's not a bummer though because like i really hate it <laughs> I, I get the sentiment but like you know yeah and it's i, I guess my thing with it is mostly like because I, I, I'm always happy when people are, like, understanding, but I want more than that. Like, like when someone's like, hey, I'm going to stop streaming because it's not good for me. Or, hey, I'm walking away from this podcast because, like, I have a kid or my job is stressful or whatever. Like, instead of being like, oh, yeah, man, like, you do what you need to do. Like, that shit's good, too. But I want people to be like, hell yeah, fucking take care of yourself, mm-hmm. dog. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like there's so much support and positivity for the productivity side of things. Which is fair, but again, it's like that can't be the only thing that we validate. Yeah, you know, one hundred percent, I agree. So I guess just, just be loud about letting people take <laughs> breaks. I don't know. Yeah, learn to love sleep. Learn, yeah. I I need to I need to learn to embrace the nap. <laughs> I can't. every I I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to do naps. Every time I take a nap, I feel worse after. And I have a hard time doing them because they freak me out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Naps are a scam. But <laughs> but to what was I going to say? Oh, there was a tweet that I tweeted a while ago because I was thinking about it where it was basically like, hey, I don't know who needs to hear this, but like you should let your hobbies be hobbies for a minute. Mm-hmm. And like, just do that. Fucking just do things that you like. And for God's sake, do something other than fucking video games. <laughs> No, I mean, that's, like, in, I'm going, I'm trying to figure out that shit right now. And it's hard because, like, so I don't know, it's, I was just talking to my friend about this when I was on the phone with her earlier. I'm trying to, like, figure out the words to say this correctly. But it's, like, I really want to do things for me. And I I talked about this earlier in the podcast and, like, things that, like, don't look like not because they look good but because they actually bring me joy but like the whole time i'm second guessing myself i'm like am i going to this art museum because it makes me look cool and artsy or because like i really fucking love art and like i have to think about that and like it's hard too because i'm depressed right now so it's like nothing really actually does make me like super happy on a deep level like i can laugh and smile and like feel okay but like it's hard because like it feels like stuff doesn't pierce through the way that it used to uh even like god like 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 i was talking to andrea about just like movies and games and like i i'm like have i always been this disinterested in so many things or am i just really depressed <laughs> like i don't know um so i'm trying to figure out what's authentic and what's inauthentic i'm trying to figure out like when i actually really like doing things versus when i'm doing these for others or for the attention of others or to look cool um because i just like don't want to care about that shit anymore like i just want to do things that actually feel good even today i was like you know what i fucking miss and like it's weird because like you wouldn't think of me as being this type of person i miss tennis (laughs) i i fucking love tennis it is like my favorite sport to play uh i 
was very briefly on my high school tennis team. (laughs) I love tennis and I miss it. And it has nothing to do with anything that I do, but I kind of want to go like see if I still have my racket or buy a new one and go play tennis because that sounds good. And I think that's going to be a lot of like trial and error and like figuring out like the stuff that that actually calls to me. Um, The stuff that I want to like do for a living versus the things that I just want to do to live. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I'm going through a weird phase right now, uh, friends and listeners. <laughs> it's progress, and you should be very proud of that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Monty's right. And also, like, I think that's a process that everybody should fucking do, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that more people, like, we, like, especially people who make shit out of their hobbies, there's just no line. There's no separation. And then, too, it makes for worse stuff because if all you ever consume is games, you can't look at anything through a different lens. It's always just fucking games culture. And that sucks because, like, diversifying your perspective is great for criticism. It's great for thought. It's great Mm -hmm. for just, like, your fucking brain. And it sucks that, like, you don't have time for it. And, like, like, I know I get super sucked into things and then I think about it. And I'm like, I don't even play the games that I, like super enjoy anymore like I tweeted mm-hmm. the other day on my private like wow I have so many itch games like mm-hmm. I kind of low-key wish I could go back to when that was all I played and wrote about because I love those games and I miss them mm-hmm. and that's an additive too to this whole thing is it's like we also so not only so like in I'm not trying I'm trying to think of the word I was trying to say but it's like so we have like the games culture I guess <laughs> I don't know whatever you want to call it where like uh you know, like, we're entrenched in that. And then, like, on top of that, there's, like, that added level of social media to where, like, there's so much hype and being caught up in things to where, like, or, or like, things that you feel like you're expected to play or, like, or, or even, like, TV shows, like, oh, you haven't watched Stranger Things on Netflix? Oh, you ha- you don't watch Game of Thrones? Like, and there's, there's nothing wrong with people who are really into those things and who love those things and who want to talk about those things. But, like, I think that there's so much of that that you maybe don't stop to critically think about the things that you genuinely enjoy and the things that you do to be a part of something. Um, And that's that's a huge issue. It's the same as like doing hobbies just because like you feel or like like that's another thing, too. I had to stop and think and I was like music like music used to be I used to want to be a musician. I play drums. I play bass. I play guitar. I sing like that used to be like my thing before games like I've always loved games but like music was was it for me and like I had to think about that and I'm like why where is that in me now like where and and like do I still feel that way is that something like am I into the arts and history and music and all of this because like I authentically feel that way or or like is this something that I've always felt compelled to go this direction because I'm that artsy type of person and that's always been encouraged in me. I'm like, the, I'm the writer, art, art, musician type. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, and, and like, like I said, social media contributes to that. It's like, so what, like, what things do you authentically like really love to do? And, and what games do you love to play? What, what media do you like to consume? Like, it's, it's hard. We just got to critically think about those things. I think a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. I know I like, my goal for this year was to like get back into music and get back into cooking because mm-hmm. those are two things that used to mean a lot to me that mm-hmm. I don't like do anymore, especially music. I've gotten so fucking far away from music 
And I realized, like, literally as of, like, I was today years old when I realized, like, whenever people are like, oh, like, what kind of music do you listen to? And I'm like, oh, well, like, here's my, like, fucking old ass middle school phase that I still listen to, but I haven't really branched out because now I mostly listen to podcasts. It's like, most of the shit I fucking listen to is still gaming podcasts. Like, I have other stuff too, but, like, the large majority of what I consume is, like, our friends who make stuff content and then, like, Waypoint and shit like that. And, like, I love those things and they're good, but, like, I'm still just, like, constantly entrenching myself in that fucking environment over and over and over Mm -hmm. again because it's always just, like, the products. And that sucks. And I'm really lucky because, like, my Fallout Boy podcast host, Joe, is rad and sends me like whenever they find something they think i'll like they're just like here's this bop um and then two um i'm like talking to someone and she's been sending me music all the time and it's fucking rad because i'm like damn now i have all of these new things to like check out and listen to and like enjoy doing all we all need to send each other music more often because Mm -hmm. i think that's a good thing to do (laughs) (laughs) uh i I love it when people give me music recommendations because like i think music is one of the quickest ways to like get inside someone's head a little bit (laughs) it's like weird as that sounds but it's like you you listen to a song like when somebody recommends it to you and like if it means a lot to you just like oh okay why like you know you know and like you listen like i don't know like the the words like and it can give you that like that insight and it's it's really nice so you know if you're if you've been listening for like the hour and a half that this podcast is, uh, give me some of those sweet music recommendations because I have been trying to listen to more music and get back into that. Uh, music has always been something that's been therapeutic for me, and I think I've been shitty about listening to different things. So, yeah. Now, if y'all know any fucking gay gay pop, send it my <laughs> way, please. Send me the depressed shit. That's what I listen to. I love gay pop and there's not enough. (laughs) Please. Should we call it and check in on the Twitter poll? I think, yeah. Oh my god. I actually just had the Twitter poll up. Um, let me, let me go to this. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, do you guys want me to read it? Yeah, I also will disclaim, I did forget to set a limit on it, so it is uh, set for 24 hours. <laughs> so Perfect. these are not definitive results because I'm an idiot. Um, Okay, so this is the tweet. We're recording Palin' Around right now. We need your input. Would you rather be A, and no, we won't be taking questions, go with your gut, a coma ghost, a pirate ghost, a vanilla ghost, or a sexy pottery ghost? Uh, so we have a tie for third, Coma Ghost and Vanilla Ghost, uh, both tied for, for last place. Uh, coming in second, we have Sexy Pottery Ghost, and in first we have Pirate Ghost, which, um, I'm a bit surprised. I figured Sexy Pottery Ghost would be number one because, you know, sex sells, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I also thought it was going to be, um. I also thought it was going to be the sexy pottery ghost. So I am too am shocked. Which, like, again, uh, 43 people voted. I know uh, we have definitive evidence that some people voted multiple times. Um, <laughs> wow. But we also still have 22 hours and 40 minutes left. So Voter fraud. <laughs> Voter fraud, you guys. It's such a problem. 
true democracy. Yeah. Um. Mm. So yeah, hopefully everyone appreciates our fucking a little bit of levity, and hopefully like this was a good conversation that helps people or at least is like insightful in some way for folks. Um. Yeah, I really hope so. Like, <laughs> I hope that this wasn't just like people listening and being like. Wow, just because, like, deeply fucked up. Because that's not what I want you to walk away with. Like, you can think that. That's okay. Like, but ideally, what I want people to walk away with is, like, a chance to look at themselves and see if maybe they see any of themselves in me. Because, like, um, I don't know. Not a lot of people talk about this stuff. And, like, I wish more people did because... I like I said like I said earlier I'm a communication person like I I like I I like need that you know I need that reassurance I need that like that sense of like not being alone in all of this and I don't necessarily always have that um like I have I have I don't want to say that because I have great friends and stuff like that who who do make me feel not alone but like I just I would want to listen to I think what we talked about and I would want to listen to to people like Caitlin and Monty um kind of like talk a person through this in um and be this supportive and like understand that this is okay and things get better and um yeah I just hope that when y'all listen that kind of comes through yeah for sure I guess too like I want people to walk away yeah like thinking about it for themselves and thinking about it for their peers and i don't know like i don't think there's anything wrong with the hey you're loved you're supported like whatever like all that be there if you need it but i think like letting people have room to be messy and like because this shit is super fucking messy and like just letting that shit happen too and like again like it's not just about people who are mentally ill like it's it is that but also like be kinder to yourself and be kinder to your peers and like just push push our environment to be better because it fucking sucks Mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard and like it's up to us to like try to make it easier you know yeah just yeah yes for people listening um value yourself you are credible and you are worth so much and your mental health is so important. Amen. Hell yeah. So it's been a it's been a doozy, I would say. But hopefully, that's it was... my first time crying on a podcast. So yep. <laughs> Oof. Well, now you can check that off. Yeah. Right. Fucking nailed it. Um. Woo. Oh, that's the other my uh, one other takeaway too, because I know I do this shit like. I think that it would be good for all of us to be more open and honest and not in a performative, like, social media way, but just generally, like, yeah, it's okay to, like, talk about this and to talk about, like, when you're feeling stressed and to just, like, there's nothing wrong with bringing this stuff out into the open. I don't want anybody to walk away from this feeling like it was an attack at indie Mm -hmm. games media or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Because it's, I mean, it is, but not in, like, a shitty way. Like, I'm not trying to say that, like, people are bad for hustling or, like, anything like that. But just, like, you know, it's a, it's about, like, we're all we have. Like, our friend group is 
and our peers and just the internet, like that's all we have. No one else is looking out for us. So if we're not encouraging each other to be healthy and safe and better, then like it's just going to be shitty forever. Absolutely. And uh, okay, my last two things that I will say, like real quick, uh, I would love it if everybody who listened uh, reached out to a friend, not necessarily in a way like, hey, are you doing okay? But just like, just talk to people, Um, check in on people. And also, if somebody asks you if you're okay um, and you're not okay, don't lie about it. It's so easy to dismiss that and be like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Like, if you're not okay, like, just be real. I had a friend text me. She's, like, the person who ended up calling me earlier. And, like, that's how it started with just, like, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, this is awkward to say, but, like, not good. I was in the hospital. This is what happened. And, like, it's awkward, but, like, do it. Like, you'll – it's it's amazing how fast people will, like, want to help. You know what I mean? Or, like, want to be there. Or, or like, so just just be honest. Like. If if you get that chance to open up to somebody, if they if they ask you and you're not okay, do it. Yeah, I think I think we're all better when we have the honest conversations, even when they fucking suck. Mm-hmm. It's awkward, but it makes us better. Yeah, as the resident uh, fear of vulnerability person, <laughs> I know it fucking sucks and is very hard, but like it's usually better. When it's you not just... your fault. You're you're an earth sign, BB. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I know. I know. Ugh, these fucking astrology things. I don't want to have to learn another thing. I don't have it's time okay. you, to learn more. You don't have to be an astrology gay. It's okay. I still can't read, Jess. <laughs> All right. Well, then you're excused from it because I feel like reading is probably essential to learning it. So. And it's it's not a, a, a anyway done. <laughs> we're not we're not getting there. We're not going there. <sighs> All right, now that the astrology corner is done, um, I think that's gonna do it for us this time. Uh, Jess, where can people find you on the internet to be honest and vulnerable and send you uh, music? <laughs> you can send me all of those hot music recommendations at uh, Twitter at jessicogs which is j-e-s-s-a-c-o-g-s on monty where can people find you uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at 3ds boy the three is spelled out perfect and you can find me on twitter at cg and eight r's palin around is a product of your kiki gal pal which you can find on all social media at your kiki gal pal and your kiki gal pal.com if you want to hang out with the YGGP crew, join our Discord. The link is in the episode description. And if you like the show, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 294 Note Streak, the best idea for a podcast of all time. We use a bracket to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game. That's pretty much it. That's the whole idea. My name's Joe. I'm Riley. We do that thing we just said every mm, two weeks. We rank it on how much we like the song and if it makes a fun chart to play. Is 294 an equally divisible number for a bracket? It's not. <laughs> Is Thunder Kiss 65 the best white zombie song? Can anything topple Hangar 18 in this race to the top? Will Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker defeat Michael Jackson's Beat It? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Should Fat Lip be in Guitar Hero? <laughs>
Find out by listening to 294 <laughs> Note Streak on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a better app. And remember, enjoy music. <laughs>